This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my fellow escapist. I've been procrastinating this long enough that I finally stole a box from my work, and I'm finally ready to put my Trades for the Troop project together. The, my name's uh, Fushna, for those of you who don't know. It. I'm from Calgary, Alberta. It. The reason I'm doing this is because I didn't get involved in the last uh, charity, whenever it was. Yes, that was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and so I decided to help out my American friends and send some uh, entertainment, well, entertainment, some of this I can't call entertainment, um, to the troops out there. So what I got for you, dude, where's my car? I'm not a fan of it. Sorry, gotta get rid of it. Steel and Harvard, watched it once, it was okay, I'm gonna get rid of it too. Is it laughing out loud? America's funniest comedians. Well, not all of them are American, but it was pretty funny. A lot of the stuff was from the older days. The thing that I'm really proud to be giving up to them is the Looney Tunes. You can never go wrong with the Looney Tunes. Is it good luck to all of you out there? And have a safe trip home when you come. Welcome to episode 42 of Geekscape. I'm here with my good buddy Ian Kerner. He's a regular. Every 10 episodes of Geekscape or so, I have to have Ian on the show. So now we've got 10 episodes left before the big year end. Awesome. Um, we're going to be throwing a picnic in November. Um, we're still going to be putting together details. You're welcome to join us. It's going to be on a Saturday here in LA. Um, and then that night, we're going to do like the worst movies. We're going to do like an all-nighter. Like that a gauntlet fun. horror fest. Yeah. Most people have oh, after some parties. Most people have. Gauntlet. Most people go to a bar. Most people have like, it's, no, not geeks. Uh, <laughs> we have an after gauntlet. So this is Geekscape episode forty-two. Over the next hour, we're going to be talking to you about the latest news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics. We can start off with uh, Ian. What have you been doing since we talked to you last? 
Last time, last time you were on, we were we. What were we doing? It was Spider Man Three. Yeah. We no, had, no, 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 no. We had you it on. It was while I was in the Bay Area. Spider Man Three. You guys were doing something else. Harry Potter and shit. I oh think. yeah, you were talking about Harry Potter. Oh, the book. It. Yeah. I didn't watch it because I still haven't read it. Mm. So a lot of people probably haven't seen that episode yet because they're waiting to finish Harry Potter. You think? No, my audience doesn't read. That was only a couple um, months ago. I know. No, my audience reads. They're geeks. Um, yeah, they read. But we have a. You big, don't read. You know what? I don't. Well, yes, I, I read. I read. Oh yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I read about a uh, a novel a year. I get that. I, I read so many comics. I watch so much television and so many movies that it's hard. I try to. I beat Metroid Three today. I'm proud of that. That's an accomplishment. I'm proud of that. So, Ben Dunn, if you're watching, and, and it's headed your way. And tomorrow. wait a second, you actually caught up on Lost? Uh, no, I'm, I'm ten episodes into season three. You're only ten in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't discuss Lost with no, you. No, you, you Dude, can't quite I yet. thought I was going to talk to you about Lost. But, but I, but I got to tell you, like I asked you, when does this dip happen? Everybody says season three has a dip. It it's hasn't happened yet. Look, the reality is that the, the, the whole attitude about the dip was that, you know, they did six episodes, which just felt like such a tease, and that came out at a time when, you know, heroes had so taken off and people were so excited that people just got really critical. Um, and then, especially once it came back in episode seven, which you already passed, they just felt like, okay, where are my instant answers? Because at that point, they, you know, it was like more than halfway through the season right. of Heroes, and we got used to answers every week. And you know, it's kind of interesting that uh, I think a lot of people there seemed to be last year this Heroes vs. Lost contingent because Lost was the zeitgeist show, you know, for a couple of years, and then Heroes came in and. I don't know why it has to. Well, I don't know why it has to be versus. It wasn't, you know. I mean, like people can't watch two different shows. I mean, most of us geeks do. I enjoy them both, but uh, they're very different shows. With Lost, I've been watching them all DVD, and and our friend Ralph, who does a Ralph, uh, he does a Ralph podcast. (laughs) He he does a uh, Lost podcast. He's actually had Jorge on the show. Mm -hmm. He's had Hurley on the show. Uh, You guys check it out. It's called Dharma Lars. Uh, named after the Dharma the Initiative. Initiative right. If they dropped Malamars, they'd be called Dharma Lars. Ah. So he does this podcast. And he burned all the TiVo uh, episodes to DVD that he had, and uh, I've been watching without. So if a break. the federal authorities want to come and arrest him, you've his just name is Ralph Oppel of uh, Anaheim, California. Um, so we're going to be talking about TV in a little bit, but let's talk about these three movies that came out. You haven't seen a whole lot of, of film. I've been really bad lately. I I, I've seen like shit all. Uh, real quick, I almost went to movies with you yesterday. Yeah, yesterday we almost went to see The Kingdom. I went to see it. Uh, you didn't see it? No, I didn't make see it. He, he called. No, he, he went. Goes, I didn't. Uh, you were you were in a state yesterday. I was hungover. It happens. I drink. Doesn't. Yeah, it happens. It happens when you're cool and you go out. Anyway, with babes. Um, so real quick, this is a movie. This is Peter Berg. Uh, does this movie about uh, Saudi Arabia? You've got Jamie Fox. He's like an FBI. He's got an FBI team, and they have to go into Saudi Arabia because there's been a, a bombing. Well, actually, two bombings that happened on a uh, American base. You know where, where a bunch of these uh, refinery workers live, uh, the American families live, and uh, you know the the group that wants them out of Saudi Arabia, they want the Americans out of Saudi Arabia, bomb a uh, baseball softball game. You see that in the trailers. And then when the response team comes, they then explode an even bigger bomb, which is the one that you actually see in the trailer, okay. the, the one with the big hole. Uh, so you've got Chris Cooper, you've got Jason Bateman, and you've got... Uh, huh? Yeah, Jason, Jason Bateman? Ba- Jason Bateman's in it. And now tell me, is he good? 
Jason Bateman's really good in it. He, he's serious. Uh, he, he, you see in the trailer that he gets kidnapped. Uh, you think from the trailer that it's kind of a kidnapping plot. They got to rescue Jason Bateman. That doesn't happen until a little later in the movie, um, which sort of the, the movie plays out kind of like a CSI episode. Um, you know, A leads to B, leads to C, leads to D, leads to E, and of course they keep hitting hurdles that are cultural differences, and you guys aren't supposed to be here. They're continually jumping through hoops, um, and then Jason Bateman gets kidnapped about two thirds of the way through the movie, and it becomes a rescue film, which it sort of gets in danger of falling apart at that point. Uh, sort of like those episodes of those. You know, uh, shows where at the end of it they finally just throw throw you the the, the the bad guy or throw you the answer. Okay. You know those shows, those hour long sure, sure. procedural shows where at the end they just kind of give it away. Yeah. It felt like it was just going to be like that, um, but the end action sequence is awesome. Okay. And Jennifer Garner kicks a lot of ass. You watch Jennifer Garner; uh, she has a relationship with one of the people who die at the early, at the beginning of the movie in this explosion. And uh, you learn early on that she has some emotional investment in this. And so you watch her throughout the whole movie kind of crying. <laughs> you know, she's figuring stuff out and she's kind of crying. And then she figures some more stuff out and cries. And you're like, dude, get it together. And I have to say, in the last five minutes of this movie, you realize that Jennifer Garner could probably kick anybody on this team's ass. <laughs> now, is that a spoiler? you got to see the movie. It, it, it's got ha- it, a really kick-ass scene towards the end um, that I actually enjoyed. Um, you're saying the character can probably kick everyone's ass because we all know in actuality she can because she actually is a yeah, badass. Yeah, this character, this character, yeah. There's, there's a really. I mean, it's Peter Berg, so he's got that that kind of uh, kinetic camera movement. Yeah. And uh, the way the way they use sound design in this film is just as good as like the Friday Night Lights, and you really felt the impact and the hits and the rundown when those fight scenes happen. Remember the scene on the rope with the with the rock? Dude, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. rundown's fun. Yeah, That's I mean, great. Peter Berg's good with having the camera and the sound design come together in one place and giving you just a really nice hit. And uh, so this one's pretty good. Um, I would give it somewhere in the neighborhood of like a 7 out of 10. So I would, if you, if you really aren't that interested in it, Netflix it. If you are interested in it, go in an early afternoon uh, matinee. You'll have fun. You'll enjoy it. And it'll teach you a little bit about the history of, uh, of um, the American involvement in that part of the world because it starts out with like a, a timeline. That's cool. You know, the establishing of the kingdom, discovering of oil. So you could feel you like know. you're actually doing something educational instead of just fucking off. A little bit. A little but you also see Jamie Foxx kick a little ass. Um, part of the radio campaign for that was like, the last 30 minutes are the most intense 30 minutes you'll see in a theater this year. Is that true? No, but... Uh, Do you know what they're talking about, though? Yeah, the last 30 minutes are definitely the most intense parts of the movie. Um, It's that that whole rescue operation. Are they the most intense? Are they the the most intense? I saw Underdog, no. (laughs) Underdog had some amazing rescue moments. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, There were some bad German Shepherds in that movie. Uh, That's funny. uh, Did they have German accents? No, they didn't have German accents, did they? Did they? Mm-hmm. Laura and I saw Underdog together. Um, so that movie came out. We also have this Jason, this really long title Jesse James film with Brad Pitt and Casey Affleck in What's it. What's the title? It's called The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. And about halfway through the movie and watching Casey Affleck's performance, I realized we could easily make a parody called The Assassination of Jonathan Lennon by the creep Brian Gilmore. <laughs> 
because he literally sits there and watches Jesse James in these scenes, and you're creeped out by him. And his brother is played by Sam Rockwell. It does sound like Brian Gilmore. Totally. It, he he plays a creepy kid who just wants to be part of the James gang. Right. And then once he becomes part of the James gang, uh, he follows Jesse James, you know, and uh, long enough for the law to say, listen, uh, about halfway through the movie, you know, uh, the government comes and says, "This is—is is this a spoiler?" It is called—it's called it the assassination of Jesse James by the coward yeah. Robert Ford. Oh, but you, so you know the guy's gonna kill him, but it's not giving. Yes, away any, but is it giving away? Any You're saying he kills him? But is he giving away? Any <laughs> well, now why should I see the movie? <laughs> <laughs> that is what it's called. But but the but the but the, gov- the but, but the, the government comes in and says, "Listen, like you're close to this guy." We'll give you some money if you take them out. Oh, okay. And so it's all about, I mean, the movie's really Not tense. the dinner, right? You have this, well, you, I mean, you, you still have this, you know, his, his older brother uh, is endeared to him. He's kind of endeared to him. And, as they, and, and they endear themselves to somebody who's basically uh, someone who could turn on and kill them in, in a second's notice, you know? Right. Uh, and Brad Pitt does an amazing job of really personifying somebody who's like a. It's kind of like an animal, you know. Like 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 you can you can tame a wild animal, but it you know sooner or later they're going to turn on you, you know. And uh, they have their own instincts and they have their own you know his kid his own kids don't know his name, you know he has his own secrets, and. Um, here they are trying to figure out how to outsmart and ultimately assassinate somebody who's way ahead of them in every step of the game, you know. And so it's really tense mo- movement. Uh, it's really it has some tense uh, moments, and uh, you're gonna see like Oscar nominations for these guys. Yeah, Casey talent? Affleck, you're probably gonna get a, an Oscar nomination. My two friends, Jason and Alex, that are really, really huge snobs. They hate. They, they like really don't like too much. Blah blah blah. But they love this movie. They said yeah. this movie is the best movie they've seen in theaters all year. Uh, it's arguable. You're going to get like a cinematography nomination. Mm-hmm. It might get the Sound Oscar. Back. There was some incredible stuff. Best the soundtrack film? is awesome. It'll, it'll, it'll get nominated for best film. Damn. You know. I so. So watch this. Watch Three Ten Yuma. When you finally get to a movie theater, watch this. Yeah, watch I, I got to get the movie. Three Ten and watch this. I think I'm, I'm going to go to. It's a three-hour movie. I'm so. going to go to screening at three ten. I think this week, and I'm, and I'm going to go to screening of Elizabeth. Mm. Did you? I, I never saw the first one. Oh, great! Really, Is it really, really good? good movie? Yeah, yeah. She was robbed that year. Was she? Yeah. Who, well, who robbed her? Gwyneth Powell. Well, Harvey Weinstein, oh. really. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember uh, the. I remember the Shakespeare in Love true. ad campaign was just everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. No. And at the time, they were working on uh, Talented Miss Ripley together. So mm-hmm. it was one of those, like, oh, yeah, okay, who's going to win? You know. And Shakespeare Love's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. But, right. you know, Elizabeth is amazing. Elizabeth. It's amazing. And that's, who, who's the name, who, what's the name of the director? Um, Kapoor. Yeah, so, Deepak? No, uh, Shamar. Shamar. Um, so we have the... You think of Deepak Chopra. I know, yeah. I am. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, Gilmore went to see this new movie from Wes Anderson, uh, the Darjeeling, while we're talking about India, mm-hmm. um, the Darjeeling... The Darjeeling Limited. Okay, Were Limited. Are you looking for his deck? I'm looking for, for his the mic. Uh, mic, yeah. And uh, this one has 
Who's in this movie? Okay, so The Darjeeling Limited is the new film by Wes Anderson. It's written by him and Jason Schwartzman. And I like Jason Schwartzman. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of him. He likes that was you too. A, he called That him. was some dog in there. Uh, the that's, dog that's crossing. If, for all you video watchers. Um, but yeah, the new Wes Anderson film. And uh, it's, it's good. It's, about, um, it's basically about three brothers who decide to take a trip on a train together after they haven't seen each other after the death of their father and sort of find themselves and it's sort of like a spiritual journey better than life aquatic oh my god a lot better life aquatic was painful life aquatic was shitty you know what's bad about life aquatic a lot Uh, exactly but the worst thing that i didn't the the thing that i didn't like the most is that wes anderson um has this like quirky style that all these indie uh directors are really really trying to mimic you know like like fucking movies like running with scissors Mm -hmm. and like all this type of shit um, Life Aquatic seemed almost like he was do like he was mimicking himself. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, Tenenbaums, I love that. Yeah, movie. I loved Royal Tenenbaums. I loved Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, it's great. I mean, bottle it's, Rocket gets. Uh, we were talking on the boards uh, at Geekscape.net about the uh, Bottle Rocket Criterion collection that's going to come out soon. Mm-hmm. That, that's my favorite movie. No way. I feel like the more. Or says that it's crazy. I, no, I, I feel like the more Wes Anderson makes uh, writes movies, the closer to actually a playwright he becomes. No, you know, because, because he totally. moves away from actually having a plot, and by the time you got to Royal Tenenbaums, it was like character studies. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Uh, and and that's what this and, movie and I, is. And I got less and less into it as it as he went on. And that's I mean, and that's exactly what this movie is. But it's done with characters that you actually really, really grow to love. Like the the relationship between the the brothers are Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody, and Jason Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. That's a great cast. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and there's just quirky little jokes here and there. There's stuff in the set design. There's stuff in the design. There's a there's a on-running baggage metaphor in which they have their father's baggage with them the entire time. Like, when they're traveling, it's just this beautifully designed baggage, which I think ended up being... It's by Mark Jacobs for Louis Vuitton or something mm-hmm. like that. So they got some, like, really crazy-ass, like, designers to, like, make this baggage look good. And it's a really important part of the movie, uh, metaphorically. But... This movie is actually worth... It's, like, really good. Life Aquatic... But does it have a plot? Yeah. Like, that's been uh, well, my complaint with him. You know what I mean? That's that, your, that's that he he loses a plot. Like, what was the plot in Bottle Rocket? The plot in Bottle Rocket? He rescues his brother. They go on this road trip. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, they end up at this place. He falls in love. What's Rushmore? Rushmore is uh, starts to, to lose less of a plot, but it becomes a, a love triangle between Bill Murray and Jason Schwartzman mm-hmm. for the affection of this... Okay, that's Person interesting. That so I guess in get. that respect, the plot is the brothers trying to get along and uh, actually trying to become friends after their family kind of tears each other apart. Right. And it's kind of and it's and it's actually pretty funny. Um, the thing about uh, this movie is, if you saw on iTunes, uh, what's it called, Hotel Chevalier? Yeah. Did you see this on iTunes? No. It's available. Naked Natalie Portman. It's available for free. Yeah, it's available for free on, yeah, I'm on iTunes. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like you a get prequel. a naked Natalie Portman. Off iTunes for free. Yeah, I w- I had like a little bit of an objection with that. I don't have an objection. Well, at you know, all. a kid can easily. I've been waiting. Do it. Do objection or erection? Well, what I'm saying is, is I've been waiting since a, like the professional. I like my. Because you said a little bit, so I thought you said I, I, erection. Yeah, that, that would be a, that would be a, a teeny weeny bit. But uh, I like my ladies with a little more pumps and a bumps. Dude, she's got so much. Are you talking about butt or? Uh, she doesn't have butt. 
Oh, uh, she's no, got she butt. She had a really big butt for her size, I thought. No, yeah, she's yeah. like tiny. Can she has like, a big like, ass? Like, a body double that has a worse body than you? Oh, no, 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 yeah. because you, it's the same shot her. and you see her face. I know. There's that no body her. double. They're not fucking with us. They're not no, fucking that, that is Natalie Portman's ass. But anyways, that, um, that short film. Not, not so good? Well, she's, she's, there's one shot. Yeah. There's one shot of her. Yeah, no. Is, is it muscular it. big or is it just like a wide? There's one shot. There's oh. one shot of, of her full body, and yeah. I can see why Gilmore likes it. Looks she's like a little boy. Gorgeous. Okay. No, she looks no, like a little she boy. She is gorgeous. You are you are very much in the minority here. But I didn't want to just you talk about that. You saying something, Nessie? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't just want to talk about the nudity in this. You know short how film. Hispanics like it. Of course, we could talk about this probably for the next yeah. hour. Exactly. But. I want to talk about the actual short film. The short film. I wasn't into it. Might come. I know, and it makes sense. And I think I wouldn't be into it either if I just saw the short film without seeing Darjeeling Limited. Oh. Um, see, well, when you see Darjeeling Limited, you kind of re- like you kind of realize that the Jason Schwartzman character kind of carries this ex-girlfriend like baggage thing with him the entire time, and like he checks her voicemail like while they're while while they're uh, he has like the the password to her answering machine, and he checks it, and they're gonna meet in Il- Italy or some shit through the whole thing, and it's so Jason Schwartzman's character is like him trying to grow out of that. Okay. It's kind of like me, right? Now. It's like you. It's like me. When you see that movie, you're gonna be like. Yeah, I mean, Gilmore. Do, you, do you want to talk about your you're shit? Be like Gilmore. Do well, I don't want to waste the time, but this you know, chick, this eventually chick we could doctor back it. and forth with. Like, I, I she she moved to Europe. Okay. And she didn't move, or she went to Europe, hooked up with some guy. Yeah. Then told you about it. Well, it, it's really complicated. I don't. Think and then you start like, crying. It, this would have to be a Doctor Phil episode in order to get. She can't hook up with other guys. Well, I can hook up with other people. How's that working? There's people, not and necessarily and it, and girls. Or... It, oh, yeah, just anything. I can hook up with anything. But the second she does, you get mad. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's, it's the, is that it's unfair? This, it is, and it's immature. But that, it's what happens. So wait, it, it was but, an open relationship? Yeah, that's not complicated. It's incredibly complicated. It's not complicated. Well, it's not complicated because at all. Is it also bullshit that she, that she went out of her way to tell you that she hooked up with another guy? Well, yeah. not if they have an open dialogue. Are we really talking about Gilmore's relationship? I know. Is that what we're doing here? Or lack thereof. Uh, well, it's we're we're back. We need a we're back. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we'll, we'll get. To, we should make our own little podcast, just like a doctor. Well, like that a way we can keep, that way we can keep it short. Dude, we should get relationship advice podcast. Like like a, like a oh yeah, an ask Laura podcast. We can do that, but I I don't know if we're just going to have time more because I know know we're going to edit this out. I know our buddy, our buddy Wookie Wombat, oh, dude, out there you got to see this kid on our floor. has been having problems. Right. He he's on the friend ladder and he's been hooking up. He's been trying to hook up with this girl who like they hang out every day and stuff. And right. he's obviously on the friend ladder, but he but he's like I just want to tell her how I feel. So our good friend Ben Dunn goes out with this girl Friday, and my advice to him after reading this dude for like the last three weeks talking about this girl that he's been in love with, but they're obviously friends. Right. Precursor. John's yeah. a dick. Like, like, so, 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 well, so, yeah. so, so, Ben and this girl are gonna go out, and I go, Ben, be careful, don't get wookied, because his his his, his, handle, his, is his handle is wookie wombat. His handle is wombat. I go, dude, don't get wookied. Everyone calls him wookie. So now we've got uh, now we've got a term. Getting wookied means working your way onto the. See, I don't like. I'm sorry, it. I have a friend who's really tall and gets really, really trashed, like like pass out trashed. He it's wookieing out because he kind of goes. Because <laughs> it's flopping around, so yeah. that doesn't it doesn't work for you. But wow. dude, you read three well, lines. If you, if I'm telling you, Ian, I, yeah, it's true. You read five lines of this fucking pathetic diet. Then I can't. But I, I, how would I get that time? God, that's so mean. <laughs> I'm you have to excuse John. No, he hates I, anything that I, has to do with feelings. But how? how I mean. 
I'm, as I'm wondering how I'd get that inside, time back, I'm wondering how I'd get the time Wookie, back for this I'm conversation. I'm kidding, Wookie. Wookie. I know. I, 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 I gave I gave Wookie my cell phone, and, I, and he has yet to call, to call me. I said, Just "Dude, call me up." I gave you good advice. You did give me good advice. I do. I mean, I mean, hey, no, he, no, 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 no. To his, yeah, he's well. a fucking jerk. But to it, but he's a great friend. Like when one time I was having like this like fucking breakdown because of that shit, and, he, like, and I was I was like driving around fucking crying my ass like, ah, ah, and I called John, and then uh, I happened to be a few blocks away from the Troubadour, mm-hmm. and he got band. and he just hooked some shit up. I went and got a wristband. Got me band. backstage passes to uh, Amber Pacific show, mm-hmm. and we just well you were driving by, yeah, and yeah. I was driving by, and we were just hanging out. I got some caprese salad. We hung out with some people. It was it was fucking good. Made you feel better. It made me feel better. Anytime, buddy. But That's um, sweet. but to Did wrap you want it to be up? alone because we could all leave. Uh, well, I mean, te- technically, have to do your, technically, your, your after show. the last five minutes of the show, we are, we are alone. alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, but to wrap up Darjeeling yeah. Limited, it comes off honest. All those movies like Running with Scissors, blah blah blah, like all these indie movies for the most part, like, like Thumbsucker, like his last movie. Yeah, and and like Life Aquatic and like yeah. Thumbsucker, they fucking suck. Cause they're inauthentic. Kind of like them. They're inauthentic. They come off like as just. They I... come off as, as people going like, okay, here's some like quirky little um, observations I've made about life, and I'm gonna put them into a movie. I'm yeah, but that's not like not like catalog. Running with I know, I'm bored. Run, not like here's a story crap. about characters, and that's what Darjeeling uh, Limited is. No, it comes cool. off good, and it does what it wants now, to do. Gilmore, it's a great job. We have Did you to like get. The um, the oh, the grand. Did I like the grandfather in Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. Comes from that BJ. Exactly sounds like. Cause that's it. No, that wasn't like that at all. Gilmore, I gotta get my guests interested in life. Yeah, we again. should actually do something. Right. He R2D2 interactive astromech droid for one hundred and thirty dollars. I find it really hard to believe <laughs> you get an interactive astromech droid well, for one hundred and thirty dollars. Uh, we're going through this Think Geek catalog, which is where I got a couple things. Laura got me this uh, one up hoodie thing. And uh, they got some cool stuff in here. $130 for an interactive astromech droid? Come on. That ain't going to work. There's no fucking way as an interactive astromech droid for $130. Yeah. You I guys watching this. TV this, this season? Yeah, let, let, let's yes. talk about TV. Oh, should we talk about TV? Go hop over oh, to the right. couch. Oh, that's right. I'm here. That's why you're here. Yeah. Let's talk I TV. I forgot. We were getting off on the let, whole... Let's start off with Heroes Season 2. It started up. That's what we want to talk about. <laughs> fucking awesome. We, we'll, you thought it was awesome. I thought it was okay. Look, here's the thing. You know, when you sit down and you, know, you don't watch a show week to week you know, like normal people do, then you get all wrapped up in the adrenaline and it all blends together and you get the big payoff mm-hmm. and it's great. But television, you know, the way it works on most shows, most genre shows is you have arcs and you have a big build up and then it starts again. It's usually the beginning of a season, you'll slowly reveal stuff coming off of a cliffhanger, but you know, you have to have the build again. So if you're still thinking about the last big blowout you saw, you want to be all uptight and disappointed, then go ahead. But I mean, this episode is filled with all kinds <laughs> Thank of. You. Sure. Thank sure. you for saying that. Well, no, I, you know, I, you have, I like, my, you have, I like, you have hey, my permission to be a whiny bitch. Nathan has a beard. I love Nathan with a beard. I, I like that. Well, there you go. But what about the reflection? That's a fake beard. Um, oh, the reflection of burned up Peter? That was some shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was Nathan, some shit. I guess, is afraid <laughs> that Peter is dead and burned up. You watch the rest of the episode? But I mean, no, you, you said Nathan's afraid. You find out at the end of the episode that, that Peter is. Yeah, is P- hanging Peter's tight. okay, except he doesn't know what the hell he is. He has amnesia. Right. Well, spoiler, come on. We're taping this six days after the episode. By the time yeah. this airs, it's going to be the second episode. Yeah. And yeah. people watching this and they haven't seen it yet, 
Honestly, they're not going to watch it. Quit your job, for Christ's sake. You know? so, so, <laughs> Unless they're like Jonathan who watches yeah. everything like a year later. On DVD. You know? <laughs> so, so what so. do you think? Of, so, so the main thing you really learn is that they're that there's this big connection between Hero's father and Peter and uh, Peter's mom and that they're on this list. Well, we already kind of knew with that. With this whole thing. Is that part of the company? Is the, the company have a bigger... Like, here's the company that we saw in season one. Is the company actually much well, bigger? Well, well, it seems that the company was formed by this group, whether or not they're all still involved in it or not. But Linderman was part of a group with Mrs. Petrelli and, you know, Hero's Mr. dad. And, yeah, Sato. And, uh, yeah, I mean... So there's definitely something to that. You know, Richard Roundtree was part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, bad motherfucker. Right. Shut right. your mouth. Um, so we have the so we have this connection between them. You find out that they're that was a shaft reference. That they they, they, they get stuff. this they get this symbol the symbol that you see in all right. the episodes. Mm-hmm. The, Dharma, the what? Dharma symbol. You know the, the yeah every time yeah, you see yeah, yeah. You you have this symbol. The fucking it's on their photo. It's on their photo. They're gonna die in 24 hours. Um, then you have Hiro back in the middle of feudal Japan meeting his uh, hero Kenzo. Right. Kenze. Kenze. And uh, then you find out that he's this British dude who's totally. He's a Sark from Alias. That's right. I don't watch that much Alias, but I do recognize the guy. Yeah, but Sark. And he's anything but a hero. Right, exactly. And or Japanese. It seems like that either Hiro's going to actually do the things he's famous for or he's going to inspire the guy. So right. right now, Hero thinks that, you know, oh, God, he messed everything up. And, of course, there's the really hot princess that... She's not a blacksmith's really, daughter. Exactly, but he, no, what in Legends, she's a princess. What if she ends up being the uh, hero? That would be pretty cool, mm-hmm. too. I think Either way, be, it, it's fun. It's a great setup. Yeah, I think and it's really cool. cool. I'm going to go back in time wearing exactly what I'm wearing right now, and nobody's going to notice the difference. Right. Because they're walking up to Hero in total 20th century garb. And glasses. And glasses, like... He's wearing villager clothing. No, they're looking at him like he's weird. They just don't know what to think of. Right. Um, so, is it a little too early to guess where all this stuff is headed? I think so. I mean, I think it was just, it was just fun. The episode was good. It's a good setup. Glad to have it more. back. Thrilled to have it back. What I like and about just, Heroes is you're not going to get a uh, hiatus this year because it's going to have Hero Origins. No, actually, they changed that plan. No. Yeah, no, the plan now is going to be, you're not really going to have a true hiatus. I think they're going to rush it through, and they're going to end the regular season in March, and then we'll have Heroes Origins. So instead of having a huge... There's huge, not going to be a hiatus at all. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of weeks off, like December and something like that, but it won't be like a few months like they did last year. Oh, I thought we were going to So instead, a originally they were going to put the Origins in between, but they decided it might be a little too confusing for the people hmm. that are dumb. And, you know, sorry, I mean, come on. What's this Kevin you Smith know. episode? What right, people are watching the show, so it's going to just fit in after. And then it's all about, they're going to do the, mm. these six episodes called Heroes Origins. Each one's going to be about some new character. And then at the, the end, we're going to be able to, you know, people are going to be able to vote online for which of those characters they want to see in the show the next season. The hottest one. Is Kristen Bell is doing at least a 13-episode yeah. arc as on the regular show. But Eli Roth is writing and directing an Eli episode Roth now. Eli Roth is doing and, one, yeah. And uh, when one of these dudes who co-wrote the uh, Superman movies. Uh, oh, is it? Uh, Harris it, or, uh, it's, I think it's, it's Doherty. Doherty. Yeah, he, Doherty He's is. writing one of them. Yeah. And so they're starting to add more people. Laura has a question in the audience. Um, the boy at Crouch High School. I fucking hate him. Yeah, everybody hates the boy at Claire's High School. That dude sucks. Who can fly just like her dad? Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Ian. Are you an alien or a robot? 
true. That was so lame. That sucks. That was from, a, that was from like a Are you an alien or a robot? It was weak. Yeah, I thought he was a pus. But, you know? All I gotta say is... all the guys you can cast. Yeah, you gotta cast the guy who's like, the director's sitting there, okay... Claire looks away from her window. We go to the window. You're standing there in the tree and fly away. And the kid takes that direction. He goes, <laughs> You have to do okay, that? What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? If you I would fly, go, This is what I'd do. How would you fly? Director is, is leading me through it. Right, okay. okay, camera's John, moving over you. Yeah, you're okay in the now, tree. Fly. And fly. <laughs> Fucking fly! Now, and I'd be like, You guys are going to put a guitar solo in there at the end, right? Like a. You got it. Don't you have to say up, up, and away? No, I think it's trademarked. It might be trademarked. Might be. Which is the only okay. reason they wouldn't let him say that. I'll be like, I would be standing in the tree with a guitar, and I'd go, Jesus. and then you'd hear God gave rock and roll to you as I fly away. <laughs> in really slow motion. Terrible. Yeah, flying over the just town. Just like a fan against your hair in terrible special. And when effects. I fly over the town, I'm going to pee on my neighbors. <laughs> I'd poop on So moving that's, on. That, that's why it's awesome. Moving so on. Moving on. Okay, we have some more on. shows. We have, uh, we have... Well, let's talk... We're, we were talking about NBC, about heroes. I mean, uh-huh. they, they kind of anchored this whole block around yeah. heroes of kind of sci-fi You got stuff. Chuck. Right. Chuck. Laura, really, Laura, I really like Chuck. Yeah, yeah, Laura liked it. I didn't watch it. Hot chick, Chuck. Hot, think like... Ridiculously, really two yeah. really hot chicks. See, you, you know the Geek Squad at, at Best Buy? Yeah. So this dude works at the, at the Geek Squad. Because yeah, the, the poster, poster, it looks like, hey, let's yeah. make a whole show out of a guy that looks like Jim from The Office. Right. No, dude. Which I will watch. Exactly. Which yeah, we we'll love really, The Office. It's so, for the so, women. So this dude gets a computer... And when he works it, no. it shoots a bunch of shit in his brain? What is it? I didn't see no, it. No, 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 no. You should watch Ian, it. Can it's, you explain it? I, I can explain it. He had, like, his roommate was, like, this perfect guy, even though he was also an engineer and, and geek, but he was, like, this great athlete and everything else. And the guy went on to become a CIA agent, mm-hmm. and he gets this database that's, like, some kind of amalgam of the NC, it was the uh, NSA and the CIA database together, and... He basically sends the guy an email that has all these subliminal images that basically imprints the whole database into his head. And the, the two things together somehow work in his brain in such a way that he, can pre- he knows everything and predict times and everything else. If, oh, only, right, right, right. if only the CIA and NSA could actually work that way. So I get the implication is that if they actually work together, they could really solve a lot. So it's kind of a nice little, you know, message, yeah, message criticism yeah, of together, things. And, uh, and there's a lot of government dealing about the agencies being across purposes, but if it's really hot... CIA agent who's you know basically now going to be partnered up with him, and she used to be with the old roommate. You know he gets killed. Adam Baldwin is on it, which is awesome. Great, because you know I mean, yep. man called Jane. Jane mm-hmm. You know, so you know I mean the sh- the show is just just fun. It was good. It's well written. Nice. It was exciting. Uh, so, so you're gonna we follow got the, that this season. So so definitely far, watch that. So of the new shows, you're following Chuck and anyone else like. I, what about well, my journeyman? Well, well, wait. We're still we're still on Monday night. Oh, you're still yeah. on Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. So, where are we at yeah. on journeyman. time, BJ? Thirty-two. Okay. So, so journeyman. We do have to clip, but keep yeah. going. Journeyman started. You know, journeyman started really slow. And I gotta say, we're talking about women on the show, Moon Bloodgood from you know last year's failed Daybreak, which was actually a really good show that people didn't watch. Um, so hot. So you know, right there, I'm inclined. Kevin McKidd from Rome. You know, uh-huh. again, wanna watch? Watch That's it. Anthony Michael Hall looking dude. He's red hair. I mean, I guess he's similar looking. He is. He, he yeah. totally reminds me. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought it was yeah, Anthony yeah. Michael Hall. Except, except much tougher. He's tougher but, than Anthony Michael Hall. Did but, you but, see but him not in his hands? Role. He's all roid out. Yeah, but did you see Rome? Okay. Brains right. would kick that guy's ass. Anyway. In so, a white cloth. 
Yeah. But anyway, uh, dude, Rome is so badass that the other guy from Rome is now the Punisher. And I you know. believe he's going to kill people. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Anyway, so Journeyman started off really, really Did you slow. see who was Jigsaw? Well, they keep going back and forth. No, the guy from the guy from from the, 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 the dude in in pun, in uh, three hundred is going to be Jigsaw. Which, Which one? one? The smarmy dude who got tried to get with his wife. Oh right, no, no, that's um, oh. what's his name from The Wire, which is great. Yeah, that dude's going to be Jigsaw. Yeah, just no, while you were great. talking, he's great. Dudes in loincloth, I thought. Yeah. I'd say that. yeah. Who's in loincloth? I'll end up in the Punisher. While you're talking guys from Rome, uh, he's he's up for Thor. One that dude would be in Thor? Thor? Yeah, Kevin McKidd from Journeyman. Yeah. They're, they're talking about that. He hasn't actually gotten an offer. Right. It's, it's, it's anyway, about Journeyman. <laughs> okay. So, Journeyman sort of really, really slow, and you're kind of waiting for it to unfold. But then, i got to say, the end was an interesting twist. It got interesting. Is it Quantum Leap? It seems like Quantum Leap, but it turns out, so, Moonblug is his former girlfriend who apparently died in a, in a plane crash or something, and you know, he keeps disappearing back in time and coming back again, and he comes back days later, and his life's all screwed up. And does this great thing where he hides something so he could prove it to his in the past, so it proved to his wife it's actually his wedding ring. It's good. It was a good little twist there at the end. But turns out the girlfriend who he thinks is dead, he sees her in the. He keeps seeing her in the past. Then he sees a present version of her who actually gives him instructions in the past. Says, you know, you need to not change things and you'll figure this out. So suddenly that's the big twist. Like, wait a second, she's not dead, and there's more going on than him just popping back into his old life. So suddenly it got a little interesting. So I'm curious. I'm going to give it some more time. Okay. You know, um, that suddenly made it interesting. Because otherwise I was like, okay, so it's popping back in the past. And there's, you know, kind of a mission. But at least, you know, I mean, Quantum Leap was a fun show. But you kind of, after a a while, you want to look, all right, what's the purpose here? And it seems like there's definitely from the get-go a purpose going on. The last episode of Quantum Leap, do you remember what it said? Yeah. At the end, that like probably made any. Did you cry when you read that at the end? It was just like you know, and no one ever saw him again. It kind of fucked me up. Yeah, no one ever saw him again. He never leaps back. Right. Because he had the choice. It it, it was but it was going to get much darker, much worse. But it was part of a bigger plan. No way. And what was it? It was. was, I'm just going to go back and, and bet. And That's you got Otter from the Animal House. Otter from Animal House tell, basically being God. Yeah. I so would I big. would, I would but leap to Vegas. You would be Biff. I would be Biff in, in Back to the Future too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. McFly. You'd be yeah. McFly. You'd have to stop me. <laughs> well, but, but, if I got power. If I got power, you see him on the sled. Huh? How you followed me, so, Gilmore? So Journeyman, Journeyman, it was kind of interesting. So Bionic Woman. <laughs> My skateboard sounds Bionic like a dog. Woman. Did we all watch Bionic Woman? Yes. So. <laughs> John, just go ahead. Go for it. Ignore him like So, we Laura didn't like it. Yeah. Laura didn't like it. Laura was so A few people didn't like it. I, uh, I, I got to tell you, everyone I work with hated it. But then the people, like I, it. most people I've been talking to outside of work have liked it. I liked really? it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it, but I liked it. I'm interested. You know, here's the thing. Because the criticism I'm hearing about corny dialogue and, you know, what it's been cheesy. I mean, it's, the premise is the premise. This was a decent, you know, modern day version of that original premise. I mean, if you find it a little hokey, okay. Ooh, Laura doesn't think she's you hot. You don't think she's hot? Not even hot enough. Yeah, what's interesting. Would you do it? Of course I'd do it. Hell yeah. Would you tap that? Would you tap that? Of course I would. We have, a, we, we have, a, we have a really good thread on Geekscape.net. Would you tap that? And there are people are posting pictures, and people are saying yes or no. And I gotta say, there's some nice pictures on there. And yeah? I, I didn't like my BSG people being on the show. Laura thought the BSG people were distracting. Oh, Kaylee Sack. Wait a second. Katie as the evil bionic woman was awesome. I was distracting. Yeah. 
And she she Chief? liked being on there too. I was just like, what are you doing? What are you doing there? Why are you not? You know because, because Galactica's gonna end. <laughs> I don't care. If I and never don't see ever work again. All right. If I, I if I never one of the same producers. If so. I never see the annoying lawyer. From that, from he was on it too. Why? Because he's off Galactica now. Oh. And in Galactica, that lawyer sucks. But I got to tell you, uh, seeing the but not so British. Seeing time. seeing the yeah. dude from RoboCop is always good. That's good. The the smarmy guy from RoboCop. It. I, he, I like he should it. always work. I'm interested. Guy? I'm gonna see where it goes. The guy who gets fucking shot in the knees. And oh, okay, right. Clarence leaves him a grenade. Yeah. So you know what? I mean, the, behind the scenes, there've been a lot of problems, changing showrunners and all that. Curious to see where they go with it. It looks kind of interesting. I'm still kind of wondering how it is. She has two bionic legs and one bionic arm. Katie Sackhoff has two bionic arms and two bionic legs. And somehow, Katie just doesn't, like, kind of hit her in a blind spot. Human take element. Take her head off. It even element. says, oh, you, you only have one bionic arm. Right. Okay, so and yet, the crap out of her. And right. I mean, that one, I was kind of like, really? But, you know, I mean, I understand she's fast and all that. But, I mean, tell me there were some upgrades or something since then. I don't know. Because she just was finding out her, right. her right. how to use her power, right. and then you know, Katie's like master of it. She's replacing no. her own fucking shit and making herself a yeah. new robot. No, no. I, I, I'm going to keep watching. Now let's know. talk. It was cool. Let's talk what, what would really happen. Bionic woman, dildo hand. Yeah, dildo. Well, well me, meanwhile, vibrating, meanwhile, vibrating excuse hand. me, excuse me. Two legs, and you know, you're going to have you know, the doctor do that to her. You really think he's getting between those thighs? Oh no. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. And she, cause she wasn't that happy with him. No, squeeze the dick off. Seriously. You ever hear Eddie Murphy doing the Mr. T? Uh, on like Delirious, Eddie Murphy, Delirious, and he goes, I'm Mr. Uh, T. You're going fu- uh, to fuck me in the air so hard, I'm going to get pissed off, squeeze my, squeeze my cheeks real hard, and cut your dick off. That's what the bionic mm. woman could do. Think about that. It's true. Think oh, about that. Hey. I, I appreciate geekdom on a whole different level than most Speaking people. Speaking of geekdom and not appreciating it correctly, I saw the first episode of this show called The Big Bang Theory. Did you watch this? I watched it. I, I watched it because of the premise. The premise is two geeks uh, live together and a hot chick moves in. And the hot chick is played by someone I think Kaylee is a Quoco. really fucking she's, hot she's chick. She's grown up. She's the hot chick from Eight Simple Rules. Uh, the hot chick from And then the last Rules. season, Charmed. Uh, I didn't see that. Every time I run into Charmed every now and then, like it's on uh, KTL. Yeah, that show looks fucking horrible. Yeah, every time. Every time I see it, it's like it's like I'm it's like I'm watching General Hospital, but you get cool little cameos. And then midway through it, there's this demon shit happening, and like there's all this weird shit happening. Anyways, the dialogue between these two geeks is so it was a little painful. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was and a bit so like, real. It was like, well, the flux capacitor of the blah, blah, blah is more like blah, blah. It's, they're all like... Uh, yeah, it's majorly stereotypical. They're geeks. all like... Profe- it's like if Professor Frank and the comic book guy uh, were trying... If they funneled that dialogue into human beings and it was trying to be funny, that's what it would be. So it's like, it's like a non-geek writing a geek. Well, I'm just yeah. also, I'm having a big problem with the, I mean, so the premise here is going to be the it's girl's across, yeah, the girl, the girl's across the hall and one guy thinks he might one day have a shot She's so and they're just, hot. they're just going to do errands for her or whatever. Exactly. And, and that's, I mean, it's, it's kind of very much like the, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of, it, it feels like, the yeah, they're yeah, going to they, yeah, they, get wookied. They're going to get wookied. I got to tell you, I got to yeah. tell you guys, totally my real advice. Wait, hold on. The girl 
almost makes it worth right. it. Like, almost. Yeah. She's well, that. Well, yeah, it's a fun. You know what? They, I gotta so tell you. Watch Chuck. The but, girls are hotter. Yeah. And well, actually, and it's on at the same time as and Chuck. Chuck has. Oh. And Chuck has. Which, which is really strong. I mean, yeah, we all have DVRs, and, and I mean, and I, I watched it recorded. I mean, because from I'm what I saw, Chuck, the, the but, dialogue in Chuck was better. Like the geek, the geek, yeah. the quote unquote no. oh. geek dialogue Chuck, was Chuck more sincere. Better. All right. Now speaking of yet another similar premise, we got Reaper. Did you guys watch Reaper? No, I didn't watch Reaper. I don't watch CW. Kevin Smith wrote. And directed. He well, didn't he, write he, it. He didn't really write it. He, he did a little bit a little of polish, bit. Yes. right? Yeah. Uh, Reaper's funny. I'm sure it is. It has to it, be. There was some funny shit in there. Is it Kevin Smithy? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of geek stuff in there, but you know, it's. Uh, I mean, Tyler Labine is funny. Who's that? He's the, the sidekick. Mm-hmm. Is the guy he was on Invasion. Is it the guy that looks like Kevin Smith? Sort like of. He's, he, he's not that big. Will this show? But, will this show single-handedly bring back the faux hawk? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. But but uh. And you know, uh, Missy Peregrine's on it from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, I liked her, man. I don't yeah. like her. Missy Peregrine was what are you, the, gay? Well, that was the one. She's a weird. Oh yeah, face. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Missy Peregrine. She was the one that Hero fell in love with. No, she no, was no. She was the she, she was, was the bad guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. She was the she was the shapeshifter. I like her. Oh, she, no, she really was. You don't like her. I like she's her. Great. No, she's great. Laura's mad at me for liking her now. I thought you were talking about that chick that worked for Linderman. No. Who? Okay, the, the, no, 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 that is her. Yeah. She did work for Linderman. No, no, no. The blonde one that was like a stripper or some shit no. that like fucked him over. No. Remember? No. Allie no. Larder? No, no, no. No. Remember that time you didn't watch Heroes like, but no, talked no, about it? No, it was a few that episodes. one time, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She knows what I'm talking about. So, um, gotta tell you guys, to not get wookied, chloroform. So. So. Uh, Reaper was fun. You mm-hmm. know, we'll see. How, we'll see where that goes. This smell like chloroform to you. <laughs> we gotta talk about NetRiver.net. This is our sponsor. They're a hosting company out of Seattle. Was I done with TV? We have to be. All right. <laughs> we have hey. to be. Moonlight. Eh. Even though Sophia Miles. <laughs> you watched that crap. Well, <laughs> oh, the billboard is painful. It's so well, bad. That wait, billboard looks you got, horrible. You got. You got. Moonlight. it's an angel wannabe. So badly written. You know what I think? Sophia Miles and Shannon Sossman are both on it. I got Shannon it. Shannon Sossman's on it? I like Shannon Sossman. You see? Oh, oh yeah, but, but for the billboard, they picked this ugly looking dude. Dude, put yeah. Shannon Sossman on the damn billboard. Yeah. And Sophia Miles. She's like the perfect woman. Sophia Miles played a vampire in the Unforgiven movies, okay. but she's actually. Alright, I'm going to really geek out here because these Do people it. don't watch Doctor Who. But she was the girl in the fireplace in Doctor Who, and she's actually dating, I believe, engaged now to David Tennant. So your fans get that, even though you people, for some fucking reason, <laughs> I don't cross have the never pond. watched. Hey, hey, Dude, hey. it's on Sci Fi Channel. This I mean, geek doesn't cross the pond. I, what the fuck is wrong with you? Dude? I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Dude, dude, seriously, watch. he's ridiculous. I just How, you've watch never it. watched Doctor Who. Hey, our good friend Cow God on the forums watches it, so I'll watch it. Doctor Who's the next Battlestar Galactica for yeah. for, for yeah. this show. Yeah, for this show, yeah. it's the next. We'll like, watch what it. the and, fuck are we doing? And, not and, and, and by the way, Torchwood rocks, but I gotta say. I hate the way they've been airing in America. Really should have watched, seen all of season one of Torchwood before you see these last few episodes of Doctor Who. Damn. Season finale. Look at you. Well, Go on, I know. Season yeah. finale, season three is about to air. I've seen it already. It's awesome. But those last three take place after the first season of Torchwood. Damn. And I mean, everything, you know, the hand, the whole thing in the, in the little. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. What do you and, want? And you are a, yeah, I like yeah, you. That's great. You that's are, great. I this, think we should. We're going to watch it. Best, hey. At at the at the uh, year end picnic, we're gonna have uh, voting best co-host. Hey, I'll leave it up to you guys. Hey, leave it up to you guys. Well, you're gonna offend your but, other co-host. You're not supposed uh, to be voting. But like no, I, hey, I'll leave it up to them. I can't vote, but I got to tell you, 
That shit right there was was right, your your that that that, that right. was his. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, all right. Let's, Stop let's, trying to suck my dick. Okay. Let's go back to the show. Stop trying to suck it. But uh, you can do, see once again. Let me like, do always, TV. Then shut oh, the wait, oh wait, oh wait. There's barely any time for comics. It's a whole new scene. Every right. fucking time. Okay. Netriver.net is our sponsor for now. Yeah, Gilmore, can you leave? Sure. So netriver.net is our uh, sponsor. If you want to have like an online gaming, you need a sponsor, you need a hosting plan, go to netriver.net, email sales at netriver.net, our good buddy Josh, netriver.net, and uh, they'll hook you up. You put in 10%, oh no wait, you put in a, a Gilmore, who's going to leave, you put in his name, Gilmore, dreams. on your checkout and you're going to get 10% off. So get your hosting plan from them, get your... Uh, domain name registration from them and they will hook you up they hook us up and we've been cruising with them you know uh so let's talk comics i believe gilmore's been cruising gilmore cruises for trannies on sunset on the weekends um so we're done with tv we have to be how much time do we have left on the show i could go on i mean 15 minutes i'm at stargate atlantis premiered it's fine amanda you want to come back next weekend maybe we'll see we'll see okay this should have been a two-parter yeah um so Flash Gordon, comics. really badly written. Can, can you do comics in five minutes? Uh, well, we can try. What Wh- which comics are we talking about? Whatever you, I mean, the one you called me about was, dude. This, the, 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 every week I get an email or a phone call and it's you saying, dude, did you read blank comic Jonathan didn't pick up that week? All right, last it was week, me not this week, back. last week there was the whole, yeah. okay, green arrow getting an arrow through his neck. Right. You know, so the whole you had wedding the, special, you had, which yeah, you, you wouldn't have thought would be any. You good. had the Green right. Arrow, Black Canary wedding special, and right. I and I flipped through it at the store, and I was like, "Yeah, it looks like a, looks like a nothing. It looks like right. something that would be out of continuity, a little silly." Not out of continuity. No, they st- like what happens at the end. Right. Go for at it. The, at the end, Ollie suddenly goes nuts, tries to kill Canary. She grabs an arrow and sticks um, it through his neck. And they've just been married. Just been married, and he dies on top of her, and there's blood. So a lot of people think probably... I was joking when I said Clayface. No, it's but you know clay what? Face. It can't be Clayface. It's blood. Right. But it has to be something. The cover for the Black Canary Green Arrow, number one, it's Connor, Green Arrow's son, the other Green Arrow, and Black Canary. So it's probably... Gonna, I think it's going to be like a search for... Because he can't... Do can't, you think... They're not, they're not killing him again. A? He's they're a, not killing him again. Yeah. You know, it just brought him do back you think, I mean, five do, years do ago. Do you think but, he did come back five years ago? Oh, yeah. It's definitely. Okay. That was definitely well, him. You know... You know it wasn't a scroll. No, I was just going to say, you know what's interesting is you have all this talk in Marvel about the scrolls, and I love this plot. I love this idea of it. But, I, and I've said this to you, I cannot see any really major big character that has their own book being a scroll. Right. You know, everyone's saying that look to the Illuminati series and these big heroes were taken prisoner by the scrolls and one of them to be replaced. Iron Man's not a scroll. You know, Iron Man's definitely not a scroll. I think we're in agreement that Iron Man... Black Bolt's not a scroll. Wait a second. About Iron Man, though. I think we feel that the idea here is you gotta redeem Iron Man and everyone thinks Iron Man's such a fucking dick. Dude, He's indirectly responsible for the He made me like that Thor dead. issue because he yeah. got beat down. Yeah, oh, that Thor... That was the book I we talked about it last week. Ago. It was awesome. It was the shit. Thor... <laughs> Bitch slapped him. <laughs> I was excited about a Thor issue. I was kind of happy that I that I had spent money on a Thor issue. Yeah, well, the first was two was like all set up, and then and, you know I think I just stepped in. It's like, oh, by the way, this is what's coming. We're gonna beat the shit out of Iron Man, and at the end he's gonna say, "But I ain't done with your Iron Ass yet." Yeah, we'll talk okay. about this later. Yeah. Awesome. So that was an awesome issue. That was awesome. But anyway, my, my point yeah. is that you know, as we've discussed, you got you got a movie coming out. They got to redeem Iron Man. The only way to redeem Iron Man 
is he saw this scroll shit coming. The only way he could really figure out who's a scroll and who isn't and get an army together to fight him is by going ahead with this whole initiative. So it's about the greater good, and ultimately that makes him a hero. Down to him. Makes him the biggest hero. Yeah, he's losing respect. It's all his reputation. He's seeing his friends get killed and grow to hate him, all to save the world. You know? had to do it alone. I mean, I, I think that's where that has to go. And that's kind of cool. But ultimately the whole, okay, someone hasn't been in this Edward for years and years. I mean, how many comics are you going to undermine? Right. You know? Um, really kind of interesting. You know, the whole, you know, I mean, is it just the baby with Luke Cage and mm. Jessica Jones? I don't think the baby's on a scroll. You saw in the Avengers issue with, with that one where Doctor Strange got everybody's core. Right. Can you tell it about the baby? Because the baby's eyes glowed that way. Maybe he, the, he, the baby could just be a light bright or like a glow worm. I don't know. He determined. Do you ever play with one of those glow worms? No, I'm saying he determined kid? that that you know the parents weren't scrolls. I had a glow worm, but I don't I don't know about the baby. I was afraid of the dark. Yeah, okay, so 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 back to it. so back to DC. Huh. So DC. Better. All right, let's talk about DC. So the thing is, you know, DC's been really, really kind of daring. I called you up and I asked you if you were reading Amazon's Attack. And a few weeks ago, and you hadn't been, you know. And I understand, you know, there's a lot of different crossovers going on. And, and myself, I was thinking, you know what? I mean, that was an attack. Was it was kind of interesting. I like Pfeiffer's writing. You know, he's been writing Catwoman for a while, and that's been really good. And I'm thinking, but there's another thing going on with all these other things going on. And then that last page, Athena turns out to be Granny Goodness, and all this shit is tied together. I'm going, holy shit! It's all part of this big, frankly, chessboard, just like Darkseid's playing chess with everybody. That's what's going on. And that is cool, you know? I'm getting worried about just how big it's getting. I kind of feel, and I haven't said this to you yet, but, you know... Were you afraid to? Well, no, I, I was saving it. So, so the thing is that, you know, you had, I mean, years ago, you know, back in 85, 86, you know, they did the crisis, and they cleaned everything up. And I think they realized that most of those, uh, those people that read comics these days are older people that right. remember this stuff, so it was kind of fun to bring back the multiverse. But I just think the purpose of getting rid of it was cleaning it up. I think that it has some. It's a little bit horrorish. They want these Elseworld stories to count, so then they'll be worth money, and people have that much more interest in them. I'm just. I'm worried about it getting a little bit too big and too unwieldy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 52 Earths. You know, how many people are going to keep track? Well, of Well, now it? you're bringing back the Kingdom Come Superman. He's like yeah. a fixture in JSA now. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. You know, but I how mean, long is it going to hold itself? I, I, up? I'm worried it's not going to be able to. I mean, it's been it's been the, good. I'm more, I'm interested in but Final when the crisis. sales numbers start coming down, you got to well, start. Well, I know a lot. I I mean, I enjoy Countdown because I I like the Mary Marvel storyline. But I know a lot of people just find it a complete waste of time. Not nearly as good as Fifty Two was. Yeah, it's not. What I'm liking is it's taking time, but I see how it's fitting into the big mm-hmm. picture, and I like that. And I read enough of these other books that it, it's adding something for me. I like the um, I do like Countdown. I like the other storyline. I like the storyline where they're looking for Ray Palmer. Yeah. Um. But, you know, now, I mean, I got, but, but, I got a question. But, but, but so, so Captain Adam became Monarch. Beetle. Captain Adam became Monarch. And, all right, it seemed like he had a plan at first, but now it seems like he's just pretty, kind of going towards evil. And I don't really see when that happened. Right. I mean, when did he really get that maniacal about it? Like, he's going through different Earths and recruiting, you know. It, I mean, we have Countdown Arena coming out soon where these different versions are going to fight Batman from, you know, Gaslamp and all these different Batmans are going to fight in different two because he has to get the one... That's going to be in his team. I don't even understand why it can only be one. I mean, get you know. Yeah, get every fucking. Why would you, or every, I would take or every fucking Superman. Why wouldn't you say, "All right, I got eight Supermans." You know, we're just going to kill everybody. You know, but you know, it's kind of interesting. It seems like it's you know they're kind of breeding this war of the monitors forces against their forces. Right. I mean, but 
it's interesting. It's big. You know, um, did, you, did you hear Jared Winnick doing another Titan series? No. They're yes. having two? They're going to turn it into the X-Men. I don't, They're going to turn it into the X-Men. Well, well no. It, it's going to be the old new Teen Titans. Or, so it's Nightwing. Mm-hmm. It's Donna Troy. Cyborg. Starfire. Raven. Wally West. Flash. Mm-hmm. Beast Boy. And Red Arrow apparently is going to leave JLA. Okay? Now, speaking of, I have to say something for a friend of mine. JLA, Dwayne McDuffie's issues, so far pretty good. But I got to talk about the fact that the guy was a writer in JLU. You know, I mean, he's so in love with Jon Stewart. Right. That, you know, and I mean, you know what? How are we doing, VJ? on time? I, I mean, I, li- I like, you know, I like, I like all kinds of, you know, minority characters. But I'm not a really big fan of affirmative action comic books. You know, I don't like the idea that you use Jon Stewart just because you have to have an African-American character. Or Black Lightning. So, right, yeah, but well, here's the point. Or Cyborg. So, so in, uh, in McDuffie's, you know, the little, um, his starter issue, you know, uh, he actually have, have to have a conversation with Hal talking to Jon Stewart about, you know, people calling him Black Lantern and, you know, Jon being bigger than that, not caring, and Hal's going to step down from the JLA. You know, just because John should have his chance, which is like, geez, could this be more convenient just because Dwayne McDuffie wants to use right. him? And then they decide, okay, no, they'll share it, which is basically, again, you can't have Hal Jordan not be in it. That was the whole big deal, Hal Jordan's back. But obviously Dwayne McDuffie likes John Stewart better. Mm-hmm. So that's the deal there. We'll share it. I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with having two Green Lanterns in the JLA, but I mean, seriously, what <laughs> the fuck? It's you know? East and okay. West Coast. It, 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 excuse me. It's, it's Hal Jordan's best friend, but he'll just take off from his bachelor party because it's time for John Stewart to now shine. What? what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know? Seriously. Ian, Ian we got to do video games. Let's do video uh, games. On video games, you know this big thing that happened was Halo 3? Yeah. Insane. Fucking insane. I went at like 8 in the morning to pick up a legendary box for Graham. Right. Our friend Graham. I bought this damn thing. They gave us free hats, t-shirts. I don't have it. I gave him to Graham. But Graham went home. He took off two days of work and had a running uh, instant messenger commentary running go with me. He's like, oh, so-and-so just happened. This just happened. And then finally, up, oh, just beat the game. Like, really? the dude just went through it nonstop. Graham is hardcore. That sounds but, pretty crazy. But we know somebody else. Like, in one day he beat the game? About it, yeah. yeah we, know, we have somebody else who's a, who's a geekscapist in New York. And he did the same thing. He took off from work. Just to play Halo Three, a lot of people just took off work yeah. to play Halo Three. Well, Have you heard of that shit? It, it sold like seventeen million dollars yeah. in the first day. I mean, yeah. just just not. So one point five million yeah. uh, units in pre-sale alone, I think. So I'm going to call up uh, our good Geekscapist, Big Yanks from the forums at Geekscape.net. He's going to talk to us on speakerphone, and uh, we're going to get a review of Halo Three from this guy in New York. Now, please be advised, he's retarded. So he sounds a little weird. Can you put a picture of him? I'm just there? kidding. He, he's from New York. He's not retarded. Let's have him pick Why up. Why you got this New York? That doesn't mean you're not retarded. It doesn't. Yeah. He's a little. So. Okay. Here. Here we go. Ready? Hey, uh, Yanks, are you there? Hi, uh, Yanks is busy. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's this? Candy, we need a, a Halo 3 review. We only have about five minutes. Uh, uh, can you get Yanks on the phone, or, or, or is he kind of tied up right now? Mm, I'll go get him. <laughs> Yanks? Yeah, who, who was Candy? Uh, uh, nobody. 
Yanks is obviously seeing a hooker. Uh, so, uh, so, so Yanks, um, Halo 3, did you beat this game yet? Yes, I beat the game last night. And you took off work to play this game? Took two days off of work to play for four in the morning each day. Along with the other Geekscapists. Now, have you been playing online? Like, like, how's the story mode and how's the online mode? Like, interview. The, the campaign mode falls flat at certain spots. Uh, and I never played part one and two, so I had no idea what was what during the game. Do you think that's a problem that people who pick up Halo Three for you know aren't going to know what's going on story wise? Like, shouldn't you have like? I definitely have to go to Wikipedia to figure out what the hell was what. So that's and bad. What, like, was, what was an Arbiter? What exactly is a Halo? And who the hell is the Covenant and the Flood? Now, don't you think games when they come out they should have you know they they can be sequels but they should also like I just beat Metroid Three. And I'd never played through the through the second one, and I and I wasn't lost at all. Like I knew exactly what was going on. It was a self-contained story that had hints of the first two. This right. was pretty. De- this was they, pretty dependent. Not, yeah, they referenced one and two so much that is. Um, give me a little. This is what happened previously last time. You know, give me a little something. But no. Hey, this is like the so beginning much. of stand and deliver. <laughs> Hey Gilmore, Gilmore just talked some shit on you. He's lucky I can't hear him. I'm just laughing. He's lucky I don't speak hey, English. Hey, uh, Yanks, I'm sitting here next to Ian. You know Ian? Yeah. What do you have to say to him now? Is he one of your favorite co-hosts? Of course. As, as, as long as he's not uh, a certain actress. <laughs> we, 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 had, we had this one girl on, uh, and, uh, and people don't like it. So, so, so we, we talked about story mode. How, how is the online play? Same shit. College frats talking shit all over the place. <laughs> it's rednecks talking shit all over the place? Yeah, so sometimes I just gotta mute, turn off the mic, and just play. Now, uh, yeah, those militants, you see those militants who actually think they're Rambo? Yanks, was that Puerto Rican what you just said just now? Maybe. Because I couldn't tell what the hell you just said. <laughs> um, but Yanks, would you recommend people go out and buy this game? Uh, yes, it is. I would think it's better than Gears of War. Maybe I'll get shit around for that one, but definitely go pick it up. Definitely a buyer. Okay, Yanks. Yanks, listen, uh, we miss you, buddy. We're going to come to New York and see you soon. Yeah, when? Next year? Probably next year. I don't know. Can you bring Laura? Can I bring Laura? Are you going to... Yeah? Laura? Yeah? Yanks says he misses you. I miss you too, Danny. She misses you I too, miss, Danny. I miss getting kicked from my back seat. Oh. Yanks, we miss you, buddy. Love try, you, guys. Try to stay alive. Good more. What's up? Love you, baby. I love you too, sweetie. Have a good night, papi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ian doesn't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> that was that was. You gotta cool. understand, Ian. 
Geekscape isn't just news or reviews. Geekscape is a whole fucking community. And in this community, we have people like Wookie. We have people like Cow God. We have people like Yanks. Uh, and they all, they, all, they all play their little roles. You know what I mean? You got to get involved in the forums, dude. They, they will take over your life. Are right. you scared? That explains why I haven't done that. Yeah. If you All guys right. want to check out the forums, they're at geekscape.net slash forums. You can check them out. Join up. Talk some shit if you think that uh, Halo 3 is better than Gears of War. Uh, also, buy a t-shirt. Go to geekscape.net. We have a merch store. Visit our sponsor, netriver.net. we got a MySpace. It's myspace.com slash geekscapenet. Go to Facebook if you're on Facebook and look for us. Type in Geekscape. You're going to find our fan club. Join up. And uh, get on our forums. We got trades for the troops. Some people have started to put packages together to send to Iraq. Uh, the address is on there. Put together your old trades, your old DVDs, your old magazines, nudie magazines. Put them on there and uh, send a package over to Iraq. After that review, maybe we should do all the reviews from now on with cotton balls in our mouths. <laughs> I don't think it was cotton balls. I think it was candy. Uh, so, so Ian. Thank you, and sorry about that, but thank you for being on the show. No, that was uh, definitely an experience. Yeah. Welcome to Geekscape, buddy. Uh, four episodes in, and you're finally getting the grasp of how expansive this community is. Yes, expansive. That was the word I was thinking. All right. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>